You're listening to Women Heard, presented by New York Women in Communications. I'm your host, Julie Hockheiser-Ilkovich, and today we are going to be introducing something very exciting, another series from Women Heard called Women Heard Changemakers. And today I'm here with Georgia Galanudis, who is the president of New York Women in Communications, and she is the host of Women Heard Changemakers, and she's going to tell you all about this new show. So welcome, Georgia. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Julie. It is my pleasure to be here. Always a total pleasure to chat and especially exciting today. So we are all excited about this new podcast series within our Women Heard brand. We've been building this brand for many years. We have amazing listeners and I'm so excited to introduce Changemakers to them. So can you tell us more about what this Changemaker series is going to be? Yes, thank you, Julie. And I'm thrilled to be joining you today to talk about it and bring it to the audience. You know, it goes back to the roots of Women Heard as an approach to really understanding what women are going through, right, as they progress in their careers as comms professionals and as media marketers. Um, and then as an organization, New York Wiki can't assume that we know. And that's why the Women Heard brand became so important. As an active volunteer association, we're all living it, right? But as you know, it's never good to assume. So we use the Women Heard brand to provoke and remind us that we need to always be listening. So this new flavor of Women Heard, Changemakers, is an opportunity to focus on and recognize those women that have been there and done that. The women that have paved the way, that may still be paving the way, but they have a body of experience that we can all learn from and be inspired by. So I'm looking for those women. I'm going to be inviting those women that have found ways to lead with empathy, that trust their own inherent judgment, and that have gone that extra mile to include diverse voices, to hold others up, and to really take that approach to leading their teams or their companies towards success. I'm so excited. And, and just for the audience, we'll be alternating between our traditional Women Heard episodes and Changemaker episodes. So you will be getting extra podcast episodes every month, which we are so excited about. Um, I'd love, you know, we are talking about Changemakers as kind of more of a storytelling podcast, allowing for these guests to really tell their stories. What are you hoping that the audience will get out of these conversations? Um, what are you hoping to teach our New York Wiki audience and what are you hoping to bring to them? Yeah, I, I hope the listener will get a little bit of inspiration, a, a dose of reality, right? <laughs> and, um, and ultimately the feeling that they are not alone in the struggles that they go through or in the ambitions that they have. You know, what inspires me is the realization that you can drive for progress you can fuel your ambitions, 
and you can do it with compassion for those around you. We can mindfully lift others up, open doors, and uh, but also keep our eye on the business, <laughs> on the numbers and the success that you're aiming for. And it's that combination of those things, of driving for progress, but holding your humanity close. These are the stories that I'm hoping to uncover. I believe really firmly that honestly today, sustainable growth does not have to come at the expense of your humanity towards others. And what I'm really hoping is that we, through these stories that these women tell, that have lived this, driven this, it will inspire all of us to take that mandate and carry it forward and explore it and find opportunities to bring humanity into the business world. I love what you said, compassion, leading with compassion. That's always something that I think is so important. We talk about on Women Heard all the time, we talk about, you know, women as leaders and how there used to be this idea of like, lead like a man and, and just kind of do it and you can be rough and mean. And, and we've been having this conversation of like, well, lead like a woman. A woman is a strong leader who also, who also, you know, is successful and leads with compassion. And I think that um, is so meaningful and that's going to be a great, a great story to tell. And I know you'll be interviewing I mean, a lot of interesting women. I know we'll be bringing on past presidents of New York Wiki, the Matrix honorees, um, and all kinds of women who are working in communications at an executive level who will be able to share their stories and their own paths. You know, these won't be long, right? Mm -hmm. This is not about going through someone's, really their career journey. You know, there's other environments for them to share that. This is about really finding perhaps one story that we're going to invite them to tell that demonstrates when they were up against it, right? And their in instincts told them that they had to do something differently. They had to behave differently. They had to be bold. And they really had to push it forward. And perhaps it was incredibly uncomfortable at the time. Um, and it might have taken a little bit of retrospect to realize what they were actually doing at the time, because I think that half happens very often. And so giving some of these executive women the opportunity to tell just one of the little stories of along their journey is what I'm hoping for in this Changemakers series. Well, I'm so thrilled and I'm just looking forward to hearing these stories. Today's chat between us is partially to introduce this new podcast series, but also for the audience to meet you and get to know you. <laughs> um, and so wanted to ask you a question that we ask our guests on this, on our podcast um, about the biggest challenges facing women in the workplace today. So this is constantly changing. I think new challenges have been popping up, especially in the last three years. What do you think that number one challenge is facing women in the workplace today? Yeah, I mean, what a, what a big question. I don't know that I can rightfully completely answer it, but I can give you some context and perspective and certainly through my own experience. And I think, we are learning maybe to figure out what fuels us. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and that the, the conversations that I have, and I'm sure you have them too, Julie. Um, although I will say, Julie, I think you are very good at this, at creating an environment where you have your balance. I admire you for that. Everybody that's listening, Julie is a remarkable uh, leader, uh, mother, friend, companion. She does an amazing job at holding all those things together. But I have these conversations and those times of running on fumes are over. Um, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have them because that's um, not realistic. But we are, I think, being more mindful about finding opportunities and finding relationships and finding activities and community that fuels us. I think coming out of the pandemic, we took it for granted. We took it for granted how co-workers, friends, family fueled us with their energy. And it is about an energy exchange. And I think we may not think of it that way, but we're learning how to fill ourselves back up when we're worn thin. And that may be joining a community like New York Wiki, It may be joining an informal community group where you're doing some social impact work. It could be making sure that you're making time to participate in that ERG in your corporation. I think the work, 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 work mindset has truly shifted. And I think it is coming out of the pandemic, the moment where we're just, it's not acceptable anymore. So I think this is what we're we're challenged with. And it's going to be very different for everybody. And we're going to have to support each other through it because it means as leaders, we have to be more cognizant that we've got to give people space. We've got to give them time to refuel. Um, doesn't mean we lower the expectations in terms of what we expect. That's also important. Don't lower the expectation, but build in recovery time. Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. That's so that's so generous. But I'm obsessed with this idea that you talked about when Devika was on the podcast. She also spoke about energy, and I think it's a very modern, realistic take on what is happening in the world in terms of you only have so much to give. And I think beforehand, and I've been guilty of this in jobs, we were giving well beyond literally the energy we had the capacity for. And that's like you said, running on fumes. Um, And so rethinking like balance, I mean, it's been years since we on Women Heard have talked about work-life balance, we're like, that's not a thing. It's all, but we talk about balance and that sometimes work's going to be heavier, family's going to be heavier, your health might be heavier, just depends on the time. But knowing that we have like a finite amount of energy that we can spend, I mean, even it's just so timely because in my own life, I've also been like, are there things that I should be reshifting, like that I'm giving my energy to that maybe are taking too much? Um, And I, think definitely a lot of it is 
just reality. Definitely a lot of it, like you said, is now that we're coming out of the pandemic times, we just have completely different perspectives on pretty much everything. Um, but I love to, and I hope on change makers and here we'll continue to have this conversation of like, how do we balance the energy? Because I think that is the, even when we realize that we need to, I think actually doing it and not overspending energy is the hard part. Yeah. And I would say, I talked before about how important it is to invest in sort of community and relationships and having compassion for other people. That takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of energy. Uh, but I think you reap the rewards. So how can you do that in a judicious way? You know, as a leader, you have to have trust in your relationships. Otherwise, whatever you're trying to impart, particularly if you're going through some form of change management or business transformation, which everybody is going through right Mm -hmm. now, you cannot lead effectively without establishing that trust. And that trust is predicated on a relationship. That's predicated on listening. That's predicated on really, really listening, right? With empathy and compassion and giving some energy back into that system. So it is not easy, which, uh, but that will lead to the greatest results. So on the other side of that is, what you just said, what could I possibly give up? Mm -hmm. What could I possibly let go of in support of everything else that I'm trying to do? And so I think as women, we're constantly going through that Rolodex of things that we do, of people that we know of, and and where do we, where do we invest And where do we sacrifice, honestly? Because it will be a sacrifice. And one thing I haven't, I learned so much having these podcast interviews because one thing I haven't really thought about till this moment is this concept that you're speaking of, of like certain things in your life recharge your energy. So there are certain things that I do, like volunteering or even this podcast, to be honest, like, you know, beyond my day job, volunteering I do for certain organizations, New York Wiki, other organizations, it does recharge me. So it's not just the the time and energy suck of yeah. something. So I think thinking about that as well is really important. Like you said, just what are the things that are going to help you recharge and then like regain that balance? I mean, I think the problem is, and this is the answer probably everyone wants is like, how do you do a strategy around this? Like, of course, I don't know if this is just me being crazy, like, in terms of things like this and being hyper-organized, but I love to do a self-summit or block hours in my calendar to, to figure out my life. But even then, I'm not sure sitting down, I'm successfully achieving figuring this all out. Yeah, I, I love that too. I love thinking about, you know, techniques and strategies to help you think through this. And to your point, it doesn't always help, but I think the act of doing it is always going to be helpful. The fact that you've taken time to stop and think about it and think about the value exchange and the energy exchange of the things that you do in your life. So I think if people are listening and they feel like sort of not quite in as full of a energetic state as they can be in, 
take stock, right? Think about the last week that you just had and think about the things that you did and how you felt before and how you felt afterwards. And maybe take a few notes, keep a little bit of a diary for a week or two. And I think you will end up quite clearly being able to look at a couple of things that you put into your day and say, I don't know if that's worth it. Yeah. And that's fabulous. not giving me enough. Yeah. That's really, it's, it's like fabulous advice that I am going to take. And I think this is going to be the theme for us over at least the next year, if not beyond, is energy distribution. I think it's funny. I think yeah. energy has been thought of as such a like woo-woo term, but I'm glad to kind of take it back and own it in the business world as the reality of what we're dealing with in terms of just giving, 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 and how not to completely burn out. I want the listeners to get to know you. Can you share your story? Um, I'd love for you to share your own journey of your career and how you ended up where you are today. I'll do my best. It's been quite a meandering journey. The best kind. I've always, yes, I've always focused on where can I learn something new, right? I've been very driven by, by knowledge and experience. I have never been driven by title, never been driven by sort of prestige or, or money or anything. Um, and I've been very fortunate. I started out in media and circulation where I really learned the power of data to drive business decisions very early on. And then I transitioned into sort of custom distributions and custom content in particular. And that really led me to understand the power of audience-led strategies, right? And really understanding your audience. So now I had then both the sort of data part of that and then the sort of emotional part of that and that and that art and science of how you market and how you think about your audience and what you're trying to do. Um, that took me to running what I would call uh, boutique agencies, custom content and solution agencies at both Time Inc. and at Meredith, um, and then running sales uh, for a large content agency at the time. And then I went and uh, started, uh, helped a friend with a startup um, and then shifted to a full digital, sort of full digital agency, Roxa, that's now a publicist agency and was running strategy, um, the strategy team for them there. So then I took a big pivot and went into the nonprofit space and went to a large association in the health and IT space to run their media team and integrate uh, events and media into sort of a single portfolio. And now I work at a nonprofit called idealist.org. That is the jobs board um, for the nonprofit space. And I'm working with them to, it's gonna be incredibly exciting. Uh, we're still in the formative stages of really bringing forward 
a movement of positivity in the world and creating opportunities to try to close the gap between intention and action on a very micro level, local, very localized level. So, gosh, I, I think the common thread or the common threads through everything that I've done is finding that win-win between what your audience needs, the power of content and experiences to deliver on that, to educate, to inspire, to provide validity uh, to where people are in, in their world, whether that's a business approach or a consumer. And use that to create progress. Uh, progress is everything to me. And, and progress can be little progress. It could be a human level progress um, or business progress or brand, brand progress. Uh, but as long as you are progressing forward to me, that is what it's all about. So whatever I've been able to do to take people, companies, brands, structures, teams forward into an environment that is more humane, more growth focused, if that's the task at hand, whatever that may be, that's really ultimately what motivates me. It's such a, it's such a beautiful journey. I, I love it. And so exciting where you where you ended up right now. And you're also the president of New York Women in Communications. I wanted to give us the opportunity to talk a little bit more about the organization and kind of where it is now and what is happening and what members can expect for the current New York Wiki, because I feel like it's a very exciting time. It is. We have an unbelievable board right now, Julie, that is remarkable. It was not easy surviving as a, not a huge organization, right, through COVID. And as many of you listening know, associations were particularly hit hard because much of our business model is predicated on events and getting people together in a room. And we didn't have the opportunity to do that for quite a bit of time. So, We've survived, and in many ways now, we are thriving in a way that we wouldn't have been able to thrive at if we had not had the pandemic. We have to give grace to it and thanks to it for shaking us up a bit and making us think about who we are and what we have to bring to our audience. And it comes back very much to what we were talking about earlier, about community, about connection, about relationships. So we're really excited that this year we've been getting back in person and we will have more and more of that as we go. I feel like we're just starting to build up a little bit of momentum. We're going to be taking a new approach to our membership strategy, which we'll be announcing in a couple of weeks, which just really is based on listening, having listened to our audience, having listened to what they need. We're in service to them, right? We're a nonprofit. Our whole reason for being is to serve our membership. And we will be coming out with a membership strategy that will make pricing more affordable, that will give new opportunities for people to join, 
make it easier for them, particularly if they get in a situation where they may get laid off or lose their footing for a while. So these are really exciting things that are coming forward. And as we look forward into 2024, you will see more of that thinking, more of that bold, what can we be for the women that are coming in to this environment today and tomorrow. So we're very much focused on the future. We're very much focused on embracing the diversity of voices that are really needed with all the mis and disinformation out there. We need leaders that will embrace that. We need leaders with good judgment. We need leaders that trust their instincts. And as we said before, lead with empathy and compassion. And we need to make space because when we think about what we're looking at moving forward, um, many of us, as I have, lived through print to digital, digital to mobile, the introduction of social media, the disruption and disruption upon disruption. And now we're looking at another wave with AI. And um, we cannot be so presumptuous to think that those at the top know how to solve these problems. So we need to create cohorts and collaborative environments where we're listening across the board because that's where the new knowledge is gonna come from. Well, I'm so excited for the future of New York Wiki, and I want to make sure anyone listening to this podcast, if you want more information, you can go to nywiki.org, nywiki.org for all the information and stay tuned for more info on membership. Um, that's going to be really interesting and exciting coming soon. And before we wrap up our conversation today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Changemakers. So this new podcast series is all about uncovering personal and professional stories of inspiration and resilience. Georgia, before we end our time here, can you share a story of inspiration and resilience from your own career? Yes, absolutely. And uh, I, I love the story too, because it's a New York Wiki story as well. I found myself in a situation where there was a leadership change where I was working. I was fairly new in, and the writing was on the wall. There were going to be layoffs, and I was quite confident that I would be on that list as someone that was fairly new in and had been brought in by the head of the future food chain, if you will, that was getting let go. So I was associated as, as one of them. And I was going on vacation. And as I was headed back from vacation, there was a meeting put on my calendar pretty much the day I came back. And I had that, in, that sinking feeling. And I just knew. I just knew. Now, from a resiliency standpoint, um, I've been through a lot and having, as I spoke about earlier, always put myself in situations and environments where I have to learn and stretch myself. I'm not afraid of what's coming next and I'm not afraid of what's new and around the corner, but 
I'm still very much a human being and very much someone that like I think anybody would dread having to walk in after this vacation and face this inevitable situation. And as I was headed back, I had been um, back and forth texting with a past president from New York Wiki about some other item. This came up. I mentioned it to her. She said immediately, she said, what time is that meeting? I want you, I want to meet with you for coffee before that meeting. You just show up here. It's all going to be okay. And that gesture that came so quickly to her meant so much to me because intellectually I could handle this thing, but emotionally I was really you know, rocked as you are. I met with this woman. We had a 20, 30 minute coffee chat. Calmed me, settled me, gave me incredible energy, right? Filled me up. I went from there, I walked into the meeting, I was calm, I was composed. I had a few things I needed to take care of. It was easy, it came naturally. I had my head up high, it made the world of difference. So that little gesture supported, and I bring this up because I hope this is inspiration to the listener. Do that for somebody else. Find ways to support each other always. It means so much and can make the difference of taking a situation that was stressful, I was dreading, emotional. I, I could have, you know, I, I would have got through it. Of course, I would have got through it, but I got through it in the way I wanted to get through it. And it just required a little bit of a gentle in, sort of reinforcement. Such a beautiful story and also maybe the best uh, promotion possible for New York Wiki of the women that you can meet and <laughs> have a support. I mean, you know, it's so funny to talk about networking. Like, I think when people think of networking, they think of this very buttoned up, like people in blazers chatting at events. But to me, everything we do here and the relationships that we build that are technically networking are like beautiful friendships, women supporting each other. That is such a fabulous story um, of resilience and and, inspir and inspiring. And I think also just perspective, like having someone else who can help you put things into perspective when, you know, obviously a situation like that is horrible and scary and difficult, but when there's someone who can really help you kind of balance yourself before going in, that makes a, a world of difference. We find each other at New York Wiki. We do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for the listeners, they don't have to do anything to get change makers. They just keep subscribing, uh, or if you're not subscribing already, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And this podcast series will appear. And I'm very, very excited to present it to our community, to our listeners. 
And it's been a joy talking to you, Georgia, having you talk about yourself. I always enjoy our conversations, but letting everyone hear more about you and your journey and this new series, I'm just absolutely thrilled. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for inviting me in. Thank you for the conversation. I really love chatting with you always. Well, me too. The feeling is mutual. Thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing the Changemaker series with our New York Wiki audience. You've been listening to Women Heard, presented by New York Women in Communications. I'm your host, Julie Hockheiser-Ilkovich. Thank you to our incredible producer, Liz Roberts, and the amazing team that works on this podcast. Chelsea Orcutt, Chrisanne Grisey, Mandy Carr, Alex Fetter, who wrote our original theme music, and all of the wonderful volunteers on the podcast committee. A special thank you to Donna Jean Plant and everyone at New York Wiki who supports us. For more information about New York Women in Communications, including how to join and all about upcoming events, go to nywiki.org. That's nywiki.org. And please take a moment to rate and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 